Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from the com. The Chris Voss Show. Com. Hey, we're coming here with another podcast. I certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, a lot of people are home. I hope you all are staying safe. My uh, thoughts go out to you. Uh, I hope your loved ones are safe, and I hope that everyone's taking this very seriously. Uh, for the love of uh, other people, if not for yourself, this is the time we all come together as a country, and we make sure that uh, people that shouldn't be getting this virus that are highly susceptible uh, with immunocompromised health and things of that nature, or just, you know, your next-door neighbor, your friend, your relative, you know, certainly uh, we're not a country that likes to see other people die, especially people that are close to us or people that we love, and, and there's always somebody out there who loves someone. So uh, let's all keep being good. We've reached, uh, I've got an announcement to make before we get to tech news. We're going to cover some tech news here coming up. Uh, but I want, I've got an announcement that I'm going to be taking and making. Um, and so if you would, I'd really appreciate if you would share this. Uh, uh, we've reached the one month mark of the stay at home thing. I think I've been, I've been at home longer, uh, than the month. Uh, but it's, it feels longer than a month. Let's put it that way. But basically it's been about a month that we've been under stay at home sort of orders or, uh, suggestions. And I think everyone's starting to kind of really, kind of feel it, feel the impact of it, the long term. But when it first came down, people were just kind of like, oh, yeah, we can stay home for a week, get a little vacation off work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, like, it's really starting to set in. Parents that have children are starting to uh, realize that uh, they may have to become long-term providers of education to their children. Uh, I was watching a video today of a nurse who uh, is widowed and she doesn't have anyone to watch her children. She's a nurse who's working these hospitals, uh, trying to save people's lives. In the meantime, she comes home, uh, just beat up and anguished, uh, from work. And then she's got, you know, several kids that she's got to deal with and, you know, educating your kids. Uh, there are some, I believe in New York, they're talking about ending schools for, uh, into next year. So, um, I wanted to do something to kind of lift people's spirits because I was feeling a little glum. And uh, the one thing I keep coming back to through all this thing is what my friend uh, Robert Scoble wrote. He said, there's two things that we need to do right now. Either be a lifter and lift people up or find a lifter. So there are times when uh, I think we all kind of go through that darkness and we th- and we start, you know, poo-pooing ourselves and our situation and then we realize the world is much bigger than us and maybe we should go out and help some people. And certainly one of the greatest ways to get out of those sort of moments is to uh, lift people up or uh, focus on what the good parts of your life is, the things you can control. And having some control in events like this where we don't have a lot of control uh, is really important. It gives us empowerment. It helps us uh, uh, get out of our depression to empower others and everything else. So uh, I came upon this idea and uh, I hope that you can help me share it and broadcast it, and we can get the content for this. Uh, but I want to start a hashtag called Gratitude Show, okay? And what we want to do with the Chris Voss Show is I'd like to have an episode or maybe a reoccurring episode. We're inviting a lot of people to come on the show. If you'd like to come on, you can uh, send me an email at chrisvoss at thechrisvossshow.com. Send your proposal of what you want to pitch or, you know, what you're whole scheme of, of uh, show presentation is why we should have you on the show, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
But for the most part, I was thinking about doing a gratitude show. And I'm going to be putting this, uh, blasting this across all my social media under the hashtag gratitude show. Uh, so if you, uh, if you see that, share it out, et cetera, et cetera. If you see this video, share it out. Uh, there'll be a video I'll be making for it. Share it out. But what I'd like to have people do is send in uh, up to a one-minute video of what they're grateful for in their lives right now. And it would be great if you'd make that video from you know your home base, your home quarantine, <laughs> maybe the craziness of what's going on in your home quarantine. Let me know from your hor- uh, home quarantine what you're most grateful for. Keep it under a minute, if you would, please. Uh, otherwise, we'll have to cut it down and edit, just to be fair to everyone. But if you give me one-minute video, and this this helps, of course, too, because we're asking you to email this into us. But uh, give us a one-minute video of what you're grateful for right now. And this is a time where it's important to take stock of what we're grateful for and everything else. One thing I'm grateful for right now is that my mom is still alive. Uh, she hasn't contracted the virus. I've been working really hard. My number one job in life right now is to make sure she does not get this virus. Uh and so that's really good. My two sisters who are in uh, care homes, one suffers from MS and dementia and the other suffers from cerebral palsy, um, have been sealed off from the world. They got sealed off pretty early on. Uh, so I'm hoping that they, you know, they can keep the virus out of their care centers and they seem to have done pretty good so far. And every now and then we go over and wave to her through her window uh, outside and, and uh, give her some hope and some stuff. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for all of our frontline workers, the people who are making the economy go around, at least getting us our delivery, our groceries and our, uh, hospital workers, our doctors, everyone who's trying to save us from this horrible epidemic, uh, that's working really hard. Clearly that doesn't mean the white house. Um, and uh, I'm very thankful to them. I'm very thankful to the nurses and doctors. We we really need to give these people a raise or a bonus after this. And uh, for the risks they took, the lives that were lost. And uh, I'm grateful for what they're doing. So what I would like you to do is send me a video. Send it to Chris Voss at thechrisvossshow.com. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to be hopefully airing these videos in maybe one big episode where I'll just make a whole cut of all the videos. Or what we might do is you might just preface them, take two, three, four, five, preface them at the beginning of each show. Uh, just kind of keep everybody grounded, remind everybody what's important, kind of share that community sort of love and everything else. So uh, send me your videos, keep it under a minute, uh, mail them to me. If you need to use Dropbox or uh, if you use Dropbox or Google Drive or whatever the case may be, uh, send it in the, through those links. Uh, we have access to all that sort of stuff. Uh, but send me your video. Keep it under a minute. Um, and we'll be prefacing it at the beginning of uh, upcoming The Chris Voss Show podcast shows. And make sure you subscribe so you see those shows. That's always a good idea, too. I sent Chris a video. I never saw it. Well, did you ever subscribe to the show and watch it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't be that guy. I hate those type of people. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's talk about tech news. And uh, if you can, please share this information. Share the video I'll be putting out for this. It'll be under hashtag gratitude show. And you'll see it in a lot of different places. So I really appreciate all your love and support from all my friends out there who will take and do that for me. Let's talk tech news. Some interesting things going in the world today. I was kind of really... Uh, 
uh, just kind of like, okay, so that's what's going on. Uh, top of the news, this really strikes me. It's kind of funny. Financial Times uh, sources are claiming Airbnb has raised another $1 billion in debt from investors, including uh, Apollo Global and Silver Lake, after raising a similar $1 billion funding round last week. I thought all the VCs had disappeared. I don't know if this is a rescue round or whatever. They're, they're clearly taking this from sources. So uh, evidently it's shoring up its balance sheet and uh, making sure that they can survive this thing. Um, the outbreak, of course, is putting a pause on travel of rental hosts and kind of I, I think they're concerned about the future of the company. Uh, most hotel-based companies, Marriott, Hilton, et cetera, et cetera, definitely are concerned as well. So there's been lots of cancellations. The financials are struggling. And, of course, they're burning cash now. So um, they're evidently getting these loans so they can take and shore up their business model so they can survive the one to two years uh, that this might take to go through it. So very interesting that's going on. There, obviously, investors feel that it's a viable product that has a chance of coming back. Might be a vote on the fact that this economy can recover. I was watching somebody talk today about how we may enter the greatest recession since the Great Depression, which is ironic because we already did one in 2008. I thought thought we got over that. Um, and uh, But the one thing he did mention was he thinks the, sh- the recovery will be short. There'll be a bounce back. Uh, I'm certainly starting to climb the walls about wanting to go out and eat at fast food and everything else. And I came up with a pretty good system for that. Um, and being able to get fast food, process it and everything else. Uh, so, uh, maybe I'll, I'll talk about it at the end of the show. Let's, let's go through news and I'll give you at the end of the show, I'll give you my tips on how I'm buying shopping and keeping clean and all that sort of good stuff other than, you know, showering, you know, once a week, like we all are or something. I don't know. I'm just kidding. It's every four days. Uh, <laughs> It's every three days. <laughs> it's whenever I start itching. <laughs> it's whenever it's one of the flies. I can't swat the flies away. And my dogs won't come near me. When your dogs won't come near you, it's clearly time to take a shower because they're just like, yeah, man, you stink worse than us. And we smell buttholes every day. <laughs> I just wrote that joke. That's awesome. I love that. Um, so this is pretty interesting. Um, and I guess, you know, this this seems to happen with every one of these social media companies, every one of these platforms. They love you. They give you affiliate money. They they do everything for you to, to get you to send them business. And then when they don't need you anymore, they go, sayonara, see you suckers. Uh, you can put this under Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I don't know if Google Plus, I, don't, I can't think of any Google Plus stories. But it doesn't matter because they're not here anymore. <laughs> I guess that word didn't work out for them. Um, so this has been announced. Uh, this is from CNBC and in a lot of different places announced this. Amazon is cutting its commission rates for its affiliate program starting April 21st. The amount of drop depends on category, rates, and grocery drops. Uh, uh, it's dropping from 5% to 1%. So basically, Amazon recognizes that everyone's going there anyway. They don't need you to refer a business. And if they are, if you're referring business, uh, you shouldn't be making those affiliate commissions anyway. So they are dropping. Uh, I've heard of some people that are making a lot of money. I mean, I'm not getting rich, but they're making a lot of money uh, getting commission check referrals from Amazon. Um, the Chris Voss show, I think, has some Amazon links and stuff like that, but we don't make any real money off it. Uh, I never have really put much stock in it because I kind of knew this one was coming. <laughs> I've, I've actually been surprised it's taken this long. Um, 
So if you're in the affiliate business with Amazon, here's what, here's some things of what's going to happen with you and some changes. You may want to read the recent thing they sent to you. But basically, uh, they are cutting stuff uh, quite significantly in its percentage of what you're getting paid. And basically, they know everyone's coming to them. They everyone they know they now have the monopoly. They've had the corner on the market, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so some tables that they provided or they're provided from CNBC, uh, luxury beauty products, uh, Amazon coins. Um, there's a fixed standard program of fee rates of 10%. Um, and uh, they're going to be, let's see, we're, they're going to be doing some changes to that. Let's, uh, they, they have, so they publish some fixed standard rates. Uh, and then here's what's changed. Uh, furniture, home improvement, lawn and garden pets uh, are now 3%. And uh, 3% for headphones, 3% for outdoors, grocery 1%, uh, sports 3%, baby products 3%, 1% for health and personal care. A lot of things, for example, with furniture and home improvements fell from 8% to a 3% payout. So that's pretty huge if you're, that's a 5% loss if you're used to making money off of selling stuff on their units. Um, so, uh, if you're making money off of, uh, Amazon affiliate and you haven't paid attention to your notices and emails you're getting, cause they're pretty ambiguous. They're just like, Oh, by the way, we're changing some more agreements. You're like, oh, I got 50 things, 50 of those a year. Uh, which is interesting because Amazon also, according to Gizmodo, says the manager at its facility in California died of COVID-19 on March 31st. It's first warehouse worker death. Amazon uh, claims the worker contracted the virus off-site, I don't know, I guess, I guess in your tracing, you can figure that out. Uh, but the only problem is, did he show up for work with it? I mean, where you contract the virus is one thing. Where you take it and spread it is another. Um, and that's that's actually the bigger problem uh, because you're just passing it along and amplifying it to uh, lots of different other people. Uh, Amazon's been doing a lot of creepy things lately. They've fired a couple text workers who warned uh, that and criticized its warehouse. I guess they figure, fuck it, no one's going to cry over these people. And the uh, the uh, news items are uh, you know full with coronavirus, uh, et cetera, et cetera. No one cares. Um, so uh, pretty interesting there. Uh, the Washington AG, according to GeekWire, Bob Ferguson has sued Facebook, saying the company violated its commitment not to sell political ads in the state. Evidently, they had a uh, agreement with Facebook, um, and they're currently violating state laws governing political ad disclosures. So uh, that's pretty interesting uh, that's going on there. I'm like halfway through my Facebook suspension, uh, which has been actually really healthy for me. Uh, I feel like I'm that meth head who had a real meth problem, you know, rapidly posting to Facebook way too many times. Um, and, uh, uh, and, uh, kind of being obsessed with it 24 seven. Uh, I feel like I went to Facebook jail and, uh, got unhooked, got cleaned up, saw the light, everything else. And when I, it went and if I do come back, I don't know, they haven't responded to my 30 day notice of intent to sue. I guess maybe their attitude is just like, well, he's going to be up in 30 days, so fuck it, let him do that. I don't know. Facebook doesn't seem to give a shit about anything right now because uh, clearly nothing dominates the news, and these companies don't give a shit unless you know they're making front page 
Um, but uh, I'll have I've already outlined some different changes that I'll be making in dealing with Facebook if I ever get back on the platform. I've downloaded my stuff and everything uh, to get ready to leave. Um, and, uh, I would suggest to you on a regular basis to download and back up your data that you put up to Facebook. Uh, I do mine about once a year just to kind of be sure. And I write a lot of stuff on there too that I don't keep copies of. So I like to kind of save that. There's some different things that I've uh, posted that I've made on there. I like to expand, but yep, just more bad behavior by Facebook. Uh, big surprise. Uh, you can't even trust them for the upcoming elections. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so you'll, you'll see me make some uh, conversation about that in about 15 days or whenever the hell the thing's up. If I'm uh, back on the site, I'll be announcing uh, my plan for the future with Facebook. I'll uh, probably cover it here in this uh, podcast, so stay tuned. There you go. What's Chris going to say? It's going to be interesting. Now, I think it's going to be really helpful uh, and it's time to keep us all the drugs and it's going to be a sort of a 12 step program to keep me from uh, becoming the Facebook junkie <laughs> that I used to be. So hopefully I can keep clean people hang with me here. Keep me in line. Keep me. If you've seen me being coming a junkie again, please, please get the needle out of my arm. Talk to me. All right. So <laughs> get that internet needle out of my arm. I have this vision right now, like an arm and there's like an internet cable. that's got a big Facebook jam and I'm trying to jam it into my vein, you know, like a junkie does. Ugh, that's gross. Um, so anyway, what else do we have? Uh, the Verge, medium's opaque moderation of user-created content related to COVID-19 has allowed misinformation to spread, making it harder to tell fact from fiction on the platform. Way to go, medium.com. Facebook is, of course, guilty the same. Twitter probably also likely. And Chris Voss tells a joke to a friend that says LOL on it and gets suspended for 30 days by the bots because they don't have any human mods. Wow. Chris Voss, what a horrible person. You're not spreading uh, misinformation is spread. In fact, I'm running a COVID-19 group. Thankfully, I can still approve the post. Um, and it's a COVID-19 group that I only allow factual, fact-based um, data that's been uh, sourced from multiple sources and isn't bullshit into the group. So thanks, Facebook. I could have made your job easier, but fuck you, fuck me. So there you go. Uh, CNBC is announcing Apple launches a tool that shows how well people are social distancing using anonymized data from Apple Maps, similar to Google efforts from Google. There's also talk where they're working on like a Bluetooth app between Apple and Google where you're going to know if you walk by somebody who comes down with COVID-19 because they crossed in your Bluetooth path or some sort of thing like that. Kind of really creepy as to how that data could be used because I'm sure the NSA is um i'm sure the nsa is is going to be like writhing their hands over that evilly going hmm that sounds like a great thing for us to hack we can get all the data on the movements of people and where they go and where they're in there um so uh <laughs> i'm sure that that uh, young gentleman in russia who's uh, exiled to russia uh i forget his name I really shouldn't uh, forget his name, but uh, I keep wanting to say Oliver Stone because Oliver Stone interviewed him, um, and uh, he also interviewed Putin. Uh, uh, yeah, Edward Stone. Edward Stone, I'm sure, will be screaming about this at the top of his lungs. So uh, this will be kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> 
Hey, that uh, person you walked by there on 7th Street, eh? Like, uh, they came down with uh, COVID-19. You spent 0.5 seconds walking by them and looking at their ass. Uh, so you might have COVID-19. Way to go. By the way, we sent this message to your to your wife, and she's going to know that you were looking at her ass. I don't know. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> Famous last words. Um, hold my beer. What could go wrong? Or maybe it's the other way around. What could go wrong? Hold my beer. Uh, GitHub. You probably heard of this. <laughs> GitHub blog announces that private repositories with unlimited collaborators are now free and reduces the price of the existing paid team plan from $9 to 4 per month. This is the time to get people addicted to your products, people, and to uh, give them some cheap things so you can get them hooked on the juice. And then later, when we come out of this, you can jack up the prices and they'll still be hooked on the juice. It's like social media drug dealing at its best. Refer to the uh, a former mentioned topic of Facebook. Coindesk. China's ready to launch its first domestic blo- blockchain platform, the Blockchain Service Network. Wait, I thought they hated blockchain. <laughs> oh, wait. You make your own and then it's good? Then it's fine? Ah, I see what's going on here. Kind of like you make your own walled-off internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's no self-interest, self-dealing there. <laughs> or not. Um, so they're going to launch their own national blockchain platform. And I'm sure they'll be able to trace what they want. Hey, why don't you just uh, subscribe to this blockchain service network? The nice thing about blockchain is totally anonymous, but we had the backdoor key. Because we're fucking China. And uh, there you go. According to the Android police, Nest, you're familiar with them. They make the uh, they make the the um, they make the thermostats and they make the cameras. They will temporarily reduce the recording quality of security cameras by default to reduce the bandwidth impact amid COVID nineteen. Users can easily revert to change. So if you uh, have a Nest, you might want to go in your settings and uh, change up the uh, recording quality. That might be important. That way you can see the Amazon deliveries at your door so they don't get ripped off. Um, I don't know. You can see your neighbors and you can see the outside of your home as you're quarantined, looking at the sunshine and uh, wondering whenever you're ever going to see the light of day. Make sure you take your vitamin D, I should probably say. Is that like a the more you know thing there? The more you know. Ding dong dong. Anyway, um, what else do we have here? YouTube, according to TechCrunch, has launched Video Builder, a simple, free, do-it-yourself tool to help SMBs create short videos. So this is a way for small businesses. That's what SMB refers to, small business. I don't know how that, SMB, small businesses? Hmm. Wouldn't it be just SBs? Like, why is the M in there? I don't know. Whatever you want to do, man. I don't make the rules, clearly. Uh, they need a simple, low-cost way to create videos, but may not have the creative experience or technical know-how recorded to, uh, required, recorded, required, let's just say required to do so recordings to upload to YouTube. Um, so they've put forth a tool so people can do that. The uh, They are, once again, another company that's jumping on the bandwidth of uh, trying to get people to deliver content to them. Um, I My YouTube channel is uh, skyrocketing. It's doing really well. The podcast is doing really well. People are consuming content. Um, and, uh, 
you know, so uh, that or maybe they're going to be producing content. Maybe we're all just going to be entertaining ourselves in our own quarantine. I do have to say, I'll make a sidebar here. Um, I do have to say, I like it when I see Stephen Colbert dress up in a suit. I really miss him being on the set. I wish they could go back to the set. There's probably some union rules about that sort of bullshit. Um, but I, I really miss them not being on a set. It would give me like some semblance of normalcy. Uh, at least, you know, like I wouldn't ever want to, I grew up watching Carson. I want to watch Carson. <laughs> I want to watch Carson doing this, the, the, the Johnny Carson show from his home. Can you imagine? Jesus Christ. That would have been awful. Of course, I don't know. They, it probably would have been him and Ed McMahon. Ned is at the bar going, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and, uh, and Johnny just going, holy shit, man, get him off the fucking Kagermeister. Uh, so, but I, you know, come to think of it, I'd probably pay to see one episode. <laughs> so, hey, Johnny, how you doing? At, or, hey, how you doing at home? <laughs> well, the eighth wife has divorced me. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't know, man. I don't know. Fuck. So, anyway, I don't know. Sidebar, I don't like those things. I really wish Jimmy Fallon and... And Stephen Colbert and all the all the great uh, night show hosts that I love so much would do their shows from the set. Like, can we just can we just quarantine them at the set? <laughs> quarantine them at the set, man. Screw it. Their families don't need to see. Move their families to the fucking set too. I don't care. They're already having their families run cameras and makeup and everything else. Move their move their families to the set. I mean, come on. Right now, would you? Where would you rather be? Con- quarantined at home or the tonight show fucking set i mean as long as there's a bed there some way you know the nice thing about the old i mean the the tonight show is in the old letterman studio and we all know about the secret bed and secret apartment that was in the letterman studio for his uh his uh dalliances of cheating um good for letterman what are you gonna do man but uh yeah hey i'm surprised he survived that anyway Wow, we're kind of segued. We've we created a whole maze of segues onto uh, other different places. Now let's bring this baby back. Guess what's up for sale from The Verge? One plus eight review. Uh, they are reviewing the One Plus Eight review, uh, and it has great battery life, according to The Verge. A solid performance with a ninety hertz display. The camera could be better, but it lacks wireless charging and an IP rating. What? Dude, I love taking my AT&T Samsung Galaxies into the uh, shower, man. I mean, I don't hold them in the shower, but what I do is I set them on, like, the windowsill of my shower, and then I got my JBL Bluetooth uh, clip speaker, and both those are IP uh, rating for water. So if they get wet and stuff, I don't, I don't have to worry about them, man. They're fine. So I can listen to, like, the news or something when I'm taking my shower. Um, these listen to, like, the morning news. One of my favorite apps to use on there, if you want to plug for a favorite app, is let me pull it up. Uh, one of my favorite apps to do the when I do news in the morning in the shower is uh, Haystack TV because you just click that and it just it just auto plays like five thousand videos or whatever topics you're interested in. So I play that, hook it up the JBL speakers, and uh, shower, wash myself off so that I smell properly to my dogs and they're happy with me. They'll actually come up to me and go, we'll let you pet us now. You don't smell like a dirty, filthy animal. 
Uh, <laughs> like you could never see dogs having any sort of standards at all in any shape or form. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, according to Business Insider and the Letter Centers, Verily, which is Google's uh, Verily division, has been screening testing participants for COVID-19. But the lawmakers are concerned by how it's collecting and using people's data. Wow. Big surprise there, huh? Uh, so they have tested 7,390 people. Why did he even publish this number? That sounds awfully small. Um, less than a month after site launch, it will get, keep Google login mandatory. Oh, so you have to have a Google account to get in. How convenient. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Uh, Folding Home, which is a 20-year-old distributed uh, computing project aiding scientific research. Research? Wow. Brain's breaking. I'm going to run for president the way if I keep talking like that, like a demented idiot. Uh, scientific research, which has seen a surge in users breaking an exaflop of compute among COVID-19. Uh, so uh, they uh, they do stuff, I guess, with faculty in the chemistry department. So that's kind of interesting. Folding at home. Uh, kind of interesting. 20-year distributed computing project aiding scientific research. Sounds like a lot of minds are cooking on this thing. It is kind of interesting to see it's coming together as a humanity and as a brain uh, what's the word I'm looking for as a brain um, hive mind to take and accomplish this. According to TechCrunch, face uh, debuts kit an Apple Watch app for one tap communication with close friends via audio recording, emoji, location sharing, scribble, and more. And uh, just another addict. You know, this is just, this is like when face, you know, this is like when your drug dealer had cocaine and they're like, hey, we got this new thing called crack. It's much cheaper. I'm sure you'll like it. It's not as addictive as cocaine. <laughs> You're like, sure, let me try some of that crack. It's it's like cocaine. Uh, yeah, it has cocaine in it. Yeah, it's crack cocaine. Yeah. Try that. See what you think. Fuck you, Facebook. Fuck you. Uh, let's see. What else is there? Uh, according to Stratechery, that's hard to spell. It's hard to even say, let alone spell. Stratechery? Strat. Itchery. And anyway, the coronavirus uh, underscores the power and dominance of big tech companies and that novel legislative approaches are required to regulate them. According to them, it probably is time that we uh, got those guys under control. Uh, two dozen U.S. Attorney General sent a letter to the White House requesting the administration pull blueprints for defense distributed 3D printed guns offline. This is according to The Verge, if you want to find this story. If you're familiar with defense distributed, uh, they were one of those people who put out 3D printed guns. Um, you know, we're seeing uh, an incredible rise in domestic abuse cases because people are locked in their homes. I know that uh, I talked to one of, one of my best friends wives and she said yeah pretty much all my wife friends really want to kill their husbands right now so i'm not sure uh in in a pandemic where we're all kind of losing our minds and we're trapped in homes with each other i'm not sure adding guns to that mix especially guns that you can print off your 3d printer i'm not sure that's going to help any situation at this point uh we might need less guns actually so um you know, whatever. That's what I have to say about that. Uh, oh, what else do we have news that we can cover that's kind of interesting? I think that's pretty much it. That's what interests me. So there you go. Uh, 
here's here's what I recommend you guys do: take and uh, be safe and everything else. Oh, I promised in the middle of the show. Those of you who paid attention, get the juice at the end, the juicy juice. So here's the way I'm shopping. I've come up with a system. I don't know if it's the best system, but uh, uh, just take it from me. Okay. So one of the one of the thing, problems I had was I was going out with my bare hands because I didn't have any gloves. Because for a while there, everyone hoarded all the fucking gloves, and I don't I don't buy gloves. I'm not, I don't wash dishes for a living. No more, no uh, downside to people do. I just don't. Clearly, I do a podcast and don't wash a lot of dishes. I mean, maybe maybe I need to switch. Uh, you be the judge. <laughs> Everyone has subscribed all at once, Chris, at that exact moment in the show. Um, so, uh, and I was using the alcohol um, hand cleaners, hand sanitizers that I collected, fortunately, over the years from all the shows I've done. The companies would, you know, give them to you as merch, have their logo on them. And I used to get so sick of shows and plane flights home um, for all the handshaking. And, of course, I was drinking and partying and lowering my immune system. <laughs> that was my blame. Usually it was the airplanes that always get me. Uh, but it's everyone, you know, riding home sick from the show. Um, and uh, and so I used the alcohol on my hands for a couple of days. And I burnt. I burnt the motherfucking shit out of my hands. Like, I burnt them. Like, I burnt the back of my hands. And they were crusty and... Uh, I was really, I was really kind of freaked out. They were bleeding. Uh, the alcohol really fucking burnt the shit. I think uh, probably a good thing is it burned up whatever virus I got on my hands. So there was. That. <laughs> so I said, man, I got some gloves, and I got lucky. Uh, I went up to a store in an area that wasn't very. Uh, there isn't a huge population, and they had some gloves, so I bought some gloves, and they're just those dishwashing gloves, the plastic gloves. But I mean, hey, I'm out wearing a mask, and I haven't showered for a couple of days, and I'm out shopping, and everyone kind of looks roughed up as well. Uh, so if I gotta wear uh, dishwashing gloves because that's something I can get my hands on. Um, you know, there, there it is. Uh, so anyway, I have this process now and I watched a couple of videos and I, I want to tell this to you. I watched a couple of videos on cross, uh, contamination, uh, from some nurses and they showed how just, you know, touching something can move the, vi uh, any virus, uh, around. Like if you're using your phone at the store, like I use mine to, to, uh, read my shopping list. Cause I always go to the store and forget what's on it. And then I come home and I'm like, well, I didn't get what the, the main thing I went, I never got idiot you know you can look at the oreo bag and you're like that looks good and you're like what did i come here for oreo bag um so uh i have the system now so i'll give you the system uh and i if you have a better one email me or send it to the at chris Foss channels on linkedin and and uh, twitter uh along with your videos for the gratitude show so um what i took and did was I used to go out with both gloves, but the problem was cross contamination. You know, both hands are picking up shit. I'm touching my phone. I have to wash my phone. I'm touching my credit card. I'm reaching my pocket. So here's the system I have for shopping. Okay. And I use this for fast food. I use it for gas, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so what I do is I'm right handed. So I put the, the glove on my left hand. Okay. And for the first little while, I had to put my left, right hand in my pocket to remind me not to touch anything because, you know, that's kind of idiot I am. Uh, you know, you're just used to that world. So what I do is I go into the shopping thing, and I have my mask on, of course, and I have my left hand gloved. My right hand is not gloved, okay? So 
follow me here. So what I do with my left hand is I grab the cart, and it's really hard to push the cart through uh, the store with one hand. It just It's really hard, especially when you fill it with some groceries. So what I do is I pull the cart. And at this point, the, the vanity's gone, man. Okay, give it up, everybody. You don't have to push the fucking cart. You can pull the fucking cart. We're all fucking quarantined. Everyone can see your roots. We're we're all looking like a beat up bunch of people that are halfway homeless at this point. I don't think you're picking up any dates at the grocery store because you can't get within six feet of them. So you might as well just just roll with it, baby. We're all fucking in the same hole. Um, we're all in the same foxhole, if you will. So uh, what I do is I pull the cart with my one hand. Now. I, I usually wear like kind of a vest because it's cold up here in Utah, so I try and keep my one hand in a pocket so I don't accidentally pick anything up. I've gotten pretty good at, at making sure not to use my right hand for anything. So what I do is I pull the cart around the store, and the left hand's job is to make contact with everything. So I pick stuff up, put it in the cart with the left hand. Everything I do is left hand contamination hand okay so i go through the whole thing go through the whole shopping area i pick stuff up put it in the cart don't use my right hand okay so then what i do is i get to the cash register i use my left hand to do the groceries or i give them to the chick depending upon how much i have and uh and then it comes time to pay well at that point i don't want to stick my contaminated, if you will, hand left hand in my pocket. I need a clean hand. This is one of the reasons I came up with this drill. And so I take my clean hand, my right hand that doesn't have a glove and hasn't touched anything, and I stick that in my pocket and I grab my credit card. And everything's clean at this point, right? I haven't cross-contaminated anything. I'm being careful what I touch. The left hand touches everything. So what I do is I slide my credit card up into the credit card reader. Uh, if they have one of those things, I'll try and use my phone. But half the time with debit cards, they'll ask you for the fucking uh, uh, debit code. So you're just like, what was the point of me waving this phone over the thing? So yeah, I just I show my credit card in there. The problem is, you know how many 50 million people have touched their credit cards and slid it up there? No one cleans that shit as far as I know. Um, and so you may very well have a COVID-19 contaminated credit card at that point. Uh, I'm not taking any risks. My mom's uh, immune disease, whatever. I wash all our groceries and everything. So I'm not having her uh, die of this disease. So, Or me, for that matter. Um, so... Uh, so I pull my credit card out. Now, keep in mind, as far as I'm concerned, the end of that motherfucker, the one half that went up in the card and touched the thing, is got contamination on it. Okay? Probably sometime. You should probably always clean it. Uh, so what I do is I slide it up, pull it out. My right hand pulls it out, and I stand there. And what they do is they bag my groceries, or I bag my groceries, and I take my credit card, and I drop it into the bag, not touching the bags, Drop it into the bag. Now, this is really important. You got to remember your credit card's in there because you might accidentally forget, and it's so light and small, you might throw it out with your bags. But uh, if you get in this habit, you'll get in this habit of knowing it. So I drop my credit card into the bag. Okay. So my left hand is still not contaminated. If I take that credit card that's potentially contaminated and I put it in my pocket, it mixes with my keys, it mixes with my other credit cards, my ID, mixes with my pocket and pants I'll be wearing for the rest of the day or two. Um, same with the coat. Uh, and then I pull my hand in there to pull my keys out 
And then I've touched the car. It's on my other hand and it's all of the steering wheel and it's just a fucking mess. And pretty much now I've got COVID virus anywhere. Uh, if you, if you get a chance to watch some of these cross contamination videos, they really teach you how to keep from getting cross contamination and just you touching one thing can fuck it all up. And, and then, you know, this is pointless, right? So, um, so then what I do is I'll, I, it used to be that I'd take that left hand glove off before I got in the car, but now I actually just leave it on. I've gotten really good at doing everything with my right hand from that point. So what I'll do is I, I go get in the car. I use the left hand to load the groceries and everything. And then I, Get in the car. I'm really careful to hang my left elbow on my knee or my leg so that uh, the glove doesn't touch anything. The one thing you can do is you can just take the glove off if you want and use a different glove when you get home to unload the car. Uh, you can do that, but I've gotten pretty good at just doing it that way uh, and being really conscious of my surroundings. So, uh, But I've got multiple gloves, so you can do it that way if you want. So then I get home. When I get home, I'm really careful around the car, make sure the left glove is contaminated, doesn't touch anything, and then open up the trunk. I still use that left hand, contaminated left hand, to pick up the groceries, take them into the house, and the first place to go is in the sink. And so I put them in the sink, and then the process becomes the left-to-right sink process of wash, rinse, uh, and then the one thing about this disease that's really uh, important to note is it doesn't like heat. It dies in heat. So I do two things. I have Lysol wipes to wipe down everything. Everything gets wiped down. Really good with Lysol wipes with the with the uh, with the uh, contaminated hand. Now um, sometimes I I like to have a second glove, but I've gotten pretty good about actually wiping stuff down with the left hand so that I don't have to contaminate or mess with the right hand because it's really hard to get a glove on that point or you can just take the glove off the store put the right glove on so then i clean everything wash it and after it gets lysol to death with the uh, wipes and stuff all over especially the bottom because that's probably where it spent most of its time making contact with other contaminated goods um uh then it gets a hot wash everything gets a hot wash potato bag hot wash uh, Coke products, hot wash, uh, everything gets a hot, like burning melt plastic wash. Okay. And, uh, then kind of gets a drop and we figure it's probably clean and we move it out of the thing and it's a whole left to right process of basins and, and shit like that. And then of course, take off the glove. You can wash the glove in your washer. Um, you know, you put worse things in there. Trust me. Um, and, uh, like your underwear, we've seen that movie. Uh, <laughs> skin marks, excuse me, I had a cough there. It's not COVID-19 related. Um, so anyway, uh, put the gloves into your washer, wash them with a good rinse cycle and some soap. You should be fine there. Um, uh, the other thing is too, is if you've got groceries, you're not going to use for three days and they're like canned goods or something else about three days is the extent of how long the virus stays on anything. So a lot of times what I do is if I don't need it immediately or it doesn't need to go in the fridge, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, uh, what would you call it? Storage goods or something of that nature. I don't need it right away. I'll just leave it either in the car for three days 
or or longer uh or i'll pull it out of the car and just kind of set it in the garage and just there's kind of like that that's the COVID 19 three-day pile so that's how i process stuff and it's been working really well i don't cross contaminate in the store i don't uh i'm not burning the shit out of my hands with acid baths so now i don't have to use those nasty alcohol uh wipes um so i just take the glove off that hand's still been clean because it's been inside the glove and the other hand has not been contaminated. Uh, I can just give them a nice antibacterial wash and everyone's happy. So that's my little tricky loo and how I'm doing it and all that good stuff. So, um, I hope that helps you give you some advice. Uh, you can use it. And if you know some better ways, uh, watch for gratitude show hashtag being on the channels, uh, please send in your videos under a minute. Tell me what you're most grateful for. You can send me a Google Drive link. You can send me a OneDrive. You can send me uh, whatever. Make sure you put what the details are on it so uh, I know that it's you. For some reason, my OneDrive has been getting some hackers who have been sending me what clearly are files they want me to open, and I'm not opening. I've seen that movie. Um, so, uh, you know, let me know that it's from you, and that's what it's about. And uh, make sure you subscribe to The Chris Foss Show. Um, you know, send us some videos of what you're grateful for right now, what's important to you, uh, and what you're thankful for. And, uh, I'm going to love to see them and we may do one big show of them, or we may just take and space them out and put, you know, two or three on the beginning of each show, uh, just to remind people what's good there. Uh, anyway, guys, hang in there. We're all doing the right thing. This is what America's about. And this is the country I believe in. And I believe in you, me, and uh, everybody as human beings doing the right thing. Thanks uh, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.